0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
1: We need to get to Mark Drumheller, betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook, also host of BetQL, you in the action. Follow him on Twitter at X underscore Drumheller. Mark, good morning to you. It is a Monday. Let me reiterate that. Great to have you here on the show. Before we get into maybe these specific matchups in the final four, what is maybe a big takeaway or two that, has sort of stood out to you when you look at what we've seen over the past few weeks?
2: Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway has been we just have to throw out everything we've seen in years past, right? All the historicals have to go out the window. You know, a lot of times we look at teams and they have to be good on both ends of the floor to really get down to the final four, have a chance of winning the national championship. And that just hasn't been the case. And, you know, some of the teams that maybe have had some weaknesses coming in, like you look at, you know, Miami, obviously their defense was a big uh, talking point, Um, you know, have really – you know, ramped up their effort and, and made big strides there. You know, you look at the end of that game against Texas and um, Texas was the team settling for jumpers. Miami was the team getting rebounds. So um, it's been fun. It's been exciting. Listen, you're not the only one with your mind in a pretzel. I think March madness does this to everybody. So, um, you know, I feel like I don't know what day it is half the time either, but uh, you know, we're going to keep moving forward till we get this thing done.
0: Yeah. So as somebody who is in the line of work of prognosticating how do you approach this year when we see so many regular season metrics and numbers just completely thrown out the window?
2: Yeah, so you to me personally, like I've been pretty much since round one, like after I saw the initial chaos and going into the year, we were like, hey, this could be a year like no other, right? And it's funny because I took the opposite approach of my bracket. I was like, oh, they're saying this year is supposed to be wide open. I'm going to go a little chalky in my bracket, right? That didn't work, right? Right good news is i could throw that out and not worry about it really early and kind of focus in on you know the betting aspects and with that i was just kind of trying to handicap the games game by game looking at the individual matchups you know looking at which team had the coaching advantage which team has the leadership advantage like more veteran experience you know on their team i you know i think certain matchups kind of you know that plays out big and, and you know we've seen it you know like Laren egg is a guy who you know, got Miami pretty far last year. It has experience in getting teams to kind of overachieve in this situation. Um, And, you know, you look at FAU and and uh, Dustin May and, you know, what they're doing over there is incredible. So I I think all that kind of plays into it, but it's almost like from a betting perspective, you just have to look at it from a game-by-game basis, you know, try not to get too you know, wrapped up into the highlights, the no-look passes and, and all that stuff that we're seeing, and just look at how these two teams can compete against each other on the floor and whether they have, you know, history of playing this style of team that's kind of in front of them. I think we saw that with Creighton and San Diego State. You know, Creighton ran into, you know, a defense that they weren't accustomed to playing with, and they shot like two for 18 from three-point range. So, they, you know, they didn't like that, you know. So, uh, you know, those types of things is, is kind of what I've been looking at.
1: Mark, when you look at Florida Atlantic in particular, Mm. which is obviously a great story, and they're only a a point-and-a-half dog to San Diego State, but could the Owls really Mm. win this thing? Like, in a week, could we be back or getting ready for a Monday night showdown? Could we be talking about how Florida Atlantic is the national champion? Mm.
2: Uh, I think we could. I mean, I, I think it's a little bit more likely than people still think. I You Mm -hmm. know, when you look at Florida Atlantic, one of the things coming into the tournament that, you know, a lot of people were pointing at is that, you know, they have a ton of scorers off the bench. Like they have guys Mm -hmm. like Witherspoon can come out, shoot 35, 40 percent from, you know, three point range so they can go to their bench. They play good defense. They move the ball around. They're not really like John L. Davis makes the whole thing go, but they're not really relying on one person. So they can play relentless on defense. They can pressure you because they're not really worried about getting in foul trouble again because they just figure the next guy off the bench is going to help pick them up. So um, I I think they really can. And if you look at them, you know, listen, they're out-rebounding everybody. They out-rebound at Kansas State. I think it was 44-22, to 14-5 on the offensive glass. Uh, You know, they have Golden, big guy in the middle that can kind of match up um you know in in the finals against you know omir or, or uh you know uh obviously you know Snogo, no one really matches up with but it gives them a fighting chance and you know i i think i think they can i mean you look at this this game here you know in their upcoming game and i, I think that they're they're a live dog you know getting to two points um i i think there's not a reason against san diego state you know it's it's two tough teams but Where Florida Atlantic has the advantage here is that they have multiple scores, multiple guys that can get to the bucket, drive to the lane. And, you know, we saw Matt Bradley struggle, San Diego State being able to overcome that. But they're going to have to score points here against Florida Atlantic. And they're a team that just kind of keeps coming at you. And the one thing that I like about this Al's team, 11-1 and in games decided by five or less points this year. So when it gets to the end of the game, you know, they don't lose their composure. Um, may has kind of drilled this into him during the entire year so that that's something i think is very important you know we see these games where you know one team makes a run one team comes back Uh, florida Atlantic's come back in the second half multiple times in the tournament so uh, i think that you know they definitely have a chance to get to the finals wherever anyone can knock off uconn we're gonna see but if if we learned anything from the tournament nobody's untouchable
0: Huh, that's for sure. All right, so let's look at these final four games specifically. We've got FAU, San Diego State, San Diego State laying a point and a half, total of 131 and a half, and also the Miami-Yukon game where UConn's laying at five and a half. What's your favorite play of the final four?
2: I would, right now, it would probably be FAU. Um, you know, I think the stepping in front of UConn is always going to be tough, but I, I do think FAU has some advantages against San Diego State to where they can – you know, get open looks with their ball movement and they can, you know, really put pressure on San Diego State on on the other end of the floor. You know, you look at that other game against UConn and I think that's the main question everybody's asking is how do you beat UConn? You know, they're blowing everybody out. Uh, Nobody's coming close to them, but that's really their weakness, right? Like during the season, we saw it in the Big East tournament. When the game gets tight and UConn has to, you know, win a one, two possession game, sometimes they struggle. They struggle with their shot selection down the stretch like they did against Marquette. Um, in the tournament and you know the, the thing is is with this tournament is we haven't seen it th- them get there they've been able to win by margin every single week is that going to be continue against you know a Miami team that put up 51 points against one of the best defenses in the country in the nation in the second half yesterday you know um, I, I don't know but if it does like to beat UConn Miami going to have to probably you know they're going to have to get UConn's bigs in foul trouble or not even their bigs. Like even if they can get like Andre Jackson and and Klingon in foul trouble, I think those getting those secondary pieces will help. So they're going to have to attack the rim. They're going to have to draw contact. They can't just sit there and try and, you know, shoot from the perimeter all game uh, because that's how you beat UConn is you get some of those you know, depth pieces that they have that are so important off the floor. You know, you're not going to beat them straight up. So you kind of have to get those guys in foul trouble. And if their guards can attack the rim, you know, draw contact from, you know, Andre Jackson, even Jordan Hawkins, who's been a monster. I think he's shooting over 50% from three-point range in the tournament. Um, You know, if they can do that, I I think they can have some success. But um, it's a team that doesn't quit. And, and I think that's really what everybody's waiting for. They know that UConn is the best team in the country, but they haven't seen them win in a tight competitive game yet. And how they're going to react when that happens is, is really the, the main thing that everyone's going to be watching.
1: We're talking with Mark Drumheller, a betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook. You can check him out as host of XQLU in the action as well. Mark, you mentioned coaching and how important it is this time of year, and it, and it certainly is. When you're handicapping these games and each coach can make a strong case for why they're in this spot how do you put that into which side or total that you choose
2: yeah it's you have to look at it like you know the coaching advantage and you know the team's ability to handle adversity you know do they have you know a lot of players with experience on the team have they handled adversity well during the year you know all those things you, know, you have to look at because. In a tournament like this, when you're playing, you have to win six straight games against, you know, the top teams in the country, um, teams that you haven't played before. You know, you're going to be down at times. You know, like like Mm -hmm. we look like Florida Atlantic was down. San Diego State has been down. Everybody's been down, but UConn, uh, Miami, obviously the big comeback yesterday. And just being able to kind of like refocus, like, you know, one of the things I thought was most impressive about Miami yesterday is, is that, you know, they got down. And they took Omir out. They didn't want to get him in foul trouble. You know, they moved Jordan Miller to the middle. And that kind of sparked their run. Like, they played smaller. Um, but, you know, moving those chess pieces and kind of figuring out, like, what's going to work for your team um, on the fly, you know, with your rotations is a huge part of it. I thought Larry Nagan did a great job in keeping, you know, O'Meara out of foul trouble towards the end of the game. He sat him early at the end of the half, you know, which kind of helped Texas get out to that big lead. Um, And then he got him back in there in the second half. But when he took him out, you know, playing Miller underneath, um, I think that, you know, it worked well, and that's kind of what started to spark the comeback. So I think coaching, you know, makes a huge difference. Now, the, the challenge is, is, you know, we're down to the final four teams, and all these guys have great coaches, right? I know Hurley gets a bad rap in UConn, and I've been a little rough on them mm-hmm. because some of the questionable things that happen late in games with them. But, um, you know, all these guys just have tremendous coaches that have done a tremendous job to get them there. Uh, so that's going to be the fun part of it, but it definitely plays a factor.
0: All right, so only a couple of minutes left, so we got to keep it kind of tight. But looking at right. the futures market right now, UConn, of course, the favorite at minus 125, San Diego State plus 360, Miami 5 to 1, FAU 6 to 1. We were talking about how wide open this tournament has been. Does that mean you should play a team with longer odds when you're picking an outright winner?
2: A thousand percent. I think the value is with FAU, um, you know, at the five to one, because you can play, you know, uh, Miami at five to one, right? And I think that that's really where the value is with those two teams. But, you know, you're getting, you're going to get like, I think it's like plus 200 now against UConn already. So um, I, I don't know, but I think it's, you got to figure out, you know, which of those two teams you think can go and, and, and target that team. And I, I think FAU definitely has the easier path in the first round. If they can get to the finals, you know, whether it's against the UConn, it would be David versus Goliath. You know, I think they'd much rather see Miami a team that they can kind of like run the floor with, um, you know, then have to, you know, worry about UConn, but um, I, I think there's value at FAU at five to one. I also think there's value at Miami. Like if you think they can pull the upset, um, they're obviously not going to be huge underdogs in the second game. So maybe it does make sense to take a stab with them. But I think they're the two targets you have to look for in the futures market, you know, playing UConn at that price or whatever. It just doesn't hold a lot of value in, in this kind of tournament. And I think San Diego state, it's going to have a hard time, you know, kind of getting by FAU. And then if they do get to the finals, winning again. So um, I would target those two bottom teams.
1: Check him out as host of Beck in the action. Also as a betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook. It is Mark Drumheller. Mark, great stuff. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.